This episode brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Outstanding. Russell, the law, big bets, ooze, sea baby. Week nine preview, everyone. Here we go. We're going to just get into it. We're going to start off with the news. Wait, what? Oh, no. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I was on uh, the wrong notes, I guess. Um, but here's the news. Uh, bye weeks, Lions, Seahawks, Bucks, Washington football team are on a bye this week. So that means. No, Washington. Tyler Heineke, Gibson, um, Scary Terry, all out. Evans, Gronk, um, Godwin, Brown, Tom Brady, playoff Lenny, all out. Um, Great week for Seahawks um, because, you know, they're trying to get Russell back, but Lockett, DK Metcalf, Alex Conn, all out. And the Lions, DeAndre Swift, nobody else because they are just completely terrible <laughs> um starting sever got hurt during the game of monday night football not really worried about that this giants offense is just stagnant um ty hilton had uh, left the game with a concussion is out for thursday night football um mccaffrey will practice um looking good to play but we'll have to see he has to have two more practices to even get considered and um devonta adams could return on thursday so, looking good for those uh, big big names like CMC and Devonta Adams. But that's the news. All right, all right. Let's just keep it going. We've got the Week 9 preview. We'll go through the games. You guys know the deal. We'll go between you two, go fast through the ones that are, you know, not too applicable. And Ooh, get the people. This week. Gets, who gets to talk about the Thursday night game? I do. We got to give it to Ooze. We have to. Why? Because. Bums. Bums. I mean, if you want to start, go ahead. Here's the thing. Ooze is more bigger than a – is a bigger Colts fan than is Lance is a Jets fan. So that's just oh, like I got to give it to, to Ooze. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but you guys can both speak to it. How about that? Hey, look. It's Thursday night. You're, you're looking at – you know, both come off of actually great. No loss is a great loss, right? But the game was great. You know, the Colts went to overtime. Carson Wentz, being Carson Wentz, for some reason, playing with heartstrings. Um, Mike White, no, nobody, even Jets fans, thought this was going to be that close of a game. He was balling out there. Okay. One guy did. <laughs> Who? A guy that put that thousand dollars. So, you know, this is a Thursday night game, short week. You know, they need, they both need wins. I, the Colts more than the Jets, but, you know, you, you're starting Michael Pittman, J- John Taylor. If this is going to look like last week, they both scored over 30 points. Hey, we're going to, we're going to see something, right? So, again, Mike Pittman Jr., you're starting. Um, Carson West, you're actually starting. He's he's been besides last week, he only threw one interception. 
he has averaging three touchdowns. So, you know, for those or streaming quarterbacks, Carson West is one of the, one one option that I'll go with. Um, John DeTaylor, um, Mo Ali Cox, if you're missing a tight end, he's touchdown dependent. But yeah, um, that's it on, on the coach side. Lance, anybody you starting on the on the Jet side? Uh, I liked seeing what we got out of our two running backs. Um, if Mike White is still playing, um, which he's slated to do, then we're expecting we're expecting Carter to have a good game out of the backfield, and we're expecting Ty Johnson to have all the rushing. So expect those guys to still be doing well. Are they going to put up thirty points like um, White did in the uh, Michael Carter did in the um, the one league? No, I don't expect that. Not against the Colts. Not not two weeks in a row. Not on a short week either. Um, but put up a uh, usable in the in a spot starting uh, running back RB two points for you. Sure, in your flex maybe. But that's right. about it. I'm not going with anybody else from the Jets. I still won't put Mike White on my team. Still won't really go for Crowder. Uh, I don't want to see the rest of that team yet. Lance, let's keep it going. We've got the New York Giants versus the Raiders. Raiders coming off the bye, and then the Giants almost winning the game against, you know, the the high-powered offense Chiefs. So what do you got here? Yeah, so we've got the Raiders going into New York to play this, right? Um, they're going to leave home one of their mercurial uh, wide receivers. He, he made a mistake. The mistake cost somebody a life. He's going to have the repercussions of that. Team's going to have to go forward. Uh, does that mean Darren Waller is going to get better targets and, and better yardage? I still don't think he's the man in that offense. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, Derek, David Carr is going to put up uh, Derek Carr. Derek Carr or David Carr? Yeah, Which Derek, is it? Derek Carr. Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm really going back. David Carr. Um, Derek Carr <laughs> is going to put up, I don't know. I wanted to say that he was going to tail off when Gruden was gone, but he actually started pumping out better numbers. So I expect him to put up his average. Uh, he's not going to go above his average, which is still good, though. He's putting up 20 points a game in those formats. Uh, so if you need somebody for this week, that'll be useful, especially if you're like, oh, no, what am I going to do? Hineki's not in the lineup. Washington's on by. Uh, if that's what your starting quarterback was, you can't do worse than Carr right now. Um on the other side, Danny Dimes, uh, you're not picking him up for consistent high pointage games, so maybe you're expecting something big out of him. I don't want to see the Giants offense for the most part, um, and I think a lot of people agree with me that it's hard to gauge what you're going to get from them on a week-to-week basis. Um, this is going to be another one of those cases where I think the Raiders' defense is just good enough that they're going to keep the Giants down in around the same point range that they were this past week against Kansas City, who has a considerably worse defense. All right. Ooze. Atlanta, no Calvin Ridley. We need our boy Kyle Pitts to do his thing. And on the same versus the Saints, who have no Jameis Winston, and I think uh, at least in Yahoo, Michael Thomas is projected to have points, a.k.a. he's projected to play. So I ain't you trusting it. Get him out of here. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you wanted to hold on for him all year. And I mean, no, you definitely, definitely you drafted him. You're going to hold on to him. You were still like, oh, absolutely, but you're not going to play in the first week that that he came off an injury. Correct. That's just stupid. You know what I mean? It's just playing dumb. He's not in game shape. 
Absolutely. If he plays, if he plays 20 snaps, that's a, that's a high number, I imagine. I mean, not even because you figured, you know, snap wise, besides like, let's say, let's take away like rushing attempts, 40 to 50 for, for the Saints. You know what I mean? That's what the, that's the passing attempts. So that's the amount of snaps that's taken away um, rushing attempts. So blocking for the wide receivers, which he's not going to be in for, you know, so he's going to get 60% of the snaps. But like you just said, uh, he probably going to be a snap count the first game. Right. So you're not playing yeah. him. Right. So, you know, he's out the picture. Mark Ingram, you're playing. He, you know, they 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 got him back. You know, they, they did this the first year Kamar came in, but it was the roles were reversed. Mike Mark Ingram was uh running back number one, and Kamar was the upper coming running back number two, but he can do it in the passing game, right? Now now they're both in the passing game, more Ingram than Kamara, but Kamara's rushing the ball more. But you're playing him in flex. You know, he was doing a little bit of justice in in uh, in the Texans. Got let go there. Got traded to the Saints. You know, David Johnson and, you know, Fizz Lindsay is over there. But that, Mark Aiden was their best running back. So they're building something, something completely different over there. So I regress. Falcons, no Calvin Ridley. No, you know, you're not, you're not starting Russia Gage. You're starting Kyle Pitts. And Tajar Sharp, okay? That's only two. You, you got Matt Ryan got a bum left hand, got stepped on. That was nasty. That was gushing blood. But, you know, this is this game, I mean, I, I think I, even, I, I've never, I haven't seen the, the, the spread, but I want to say the spread has to be like around 51. No. You know? so, you, you're going to be surprised. Right now, 42. And a half. 42 and a half. I, I didn't want to go. To, I was thinking the forties, but damn. Yeah. So that's, that's it about the, the Saints and Fausta game. All right. This one, you can breeze through Lance. We've got the Jags with a hurt James Robinson versus the bills who are looking, looking hot coming off of that win with uh, versus Miami. Yeah. I'm expecting the Jaguars to pull out a big win here. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. They don't have David Garrard, right? They don't. Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's still going to be the Bills. They're still going to tear them apart. The defense. Why you do that? You made, got lucky. you made me and Uzo's heart stop for a second. <laughs> We're just what? like, wait a second. <laughs> you know something that we don't know? Like, I no, know. don't. Put money don't, on something? Don't don't put money on the Jagness. No. Um, yeah, the, the Bills are. I mean, the Jags got lucky last week that they didn't get shut out. Uh, but they were practically shut out. Um, and they were shut out against a bad Seattle team. This week, they're going against the Bills. The Bills didn't put up a great game against Miami, but they put up enough to cover the spread um, and to win. That's the most important thing to them, right? Um, that's what they're going to do here. Jaguars are probably going to get trounced on, which means a lot of the players in the Bills are going to need to score early um, before they start pulling people off the field. And... Uh, hopefully that goes well for your pass catching guys, but I, I still think Diggs is going to be the person who's the odd man out in this equation, just like it was last week, just like he's been for most of the season for the Bills. I hope not. Who's the Bengals, who just lost to the Jets, and the Browns? And who just I just lost to the Steelers. Yes. 
So coming off of losses, and I'm pretty sure Chubb is playing. I'm not sure about Kareem Hunt. So go ahead. Yeah, Chubb's definitely playing. Kareem Hunt's not, I think, because Kareem Hunt is on the IR. He okay. has been activated off of the IR, so Kareem Hunt is not playing. Um, Hunt. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, he's out, but Chubb then. You know what I mean? So Chubb, nobody else. OBJ, not doing his thing. Getting passed over, but, you know. Free free OBJ LeBron tweeted, you know what I mean? <laughs> um Baker, I don't know what Baker's doing now. He's just regressing. But on the um other side, um hope you know, CJ Ozama hopefully getting back, you know, in his touchdown ways. Um Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, you're starting all of them. You know, what I mean they're they're gonna bounce back, get this win, but they're averaging 30 points right now. They're they're slinging a rock. Um Jamar J Piron, also Joe Mixon. One two punch over there, definitely getting mixed up and um you know throwing defenses off. So that that offense is just doing really good. So yeah, that's 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 uh that's all for the Bengals game. Lance, we've got the Panthers who just are having a major identity crisis from what they used to be with the Patriots with a Mac, you know, uh Jones that is, you know, being coached very well with Bill Belichick winning games and doing all that they're doing right now. So take us through this game. This is going to be a kind of low scoring game, mainly because the Patriots know everything there is to know about Sam Darnold. I mean, they've seen him two times a year for the last three years. Um, and so it's, it's no different. Uh, he's got some of the same receivers down there in Carolina that he's had in New York. Uh, so I don't expect Bill Belichick to have no idea how to stop them. Uh, on the other side, the Panthers' defense isn't as uh, a smuck either. They're gonna they're gonna put some clamps down. I don't think Mac Jones is gonna go score twenty points. I don't think he's gonna have a lot more than twenty points. Um, so you're probably not gonna try and pick him up and start him if he's in your availability in your league. Um, it's gonna be hard figuring out what running back uh, is actually gonna do it this week. Is it gonna be Damian Harris, who's been doing it the last two weeks, or are they going to give it to the other guy, their other, their backup running back, um, which is a possibility. And is the, the wide receivers going to do anything? For the most part, the Patriots wide receivers haven't been worth it this year. Um, so I don't expect a lot of points out of this. Maybe the defense is being useful if you want to get those in there. Patriots are probably going to at least get two sacks, three sacks, plus one interception or two. Sammy D finally broke his streak of throwing interceptions last week, Jesus but he Christ. also didn't throw any touchdowns. So. His fucking wall he hit. I don't know why happened. Why is happening? But come on, Sammy D, get back. back you started track. running your victory lap. That's what it was. I did. I did. He was like, "Wait a second. He was like, "Hold my beer. I got this." <laughs> I did. I did. Oh man! All right, we've got Dallas versus the Broncos. Probably Dak, but it, if Cooper Rush is in there, it may not even be a bad thing. Game. <laughs> yeah, either, either one. To be honest, is Dallas early? Huh? Does Dallas know how to play that early in the day? I don't know. That's our first like one o'clock game, maybe all season. I'm just joking, but one of the first. But either way, you know, Cooper Rush looked really good. He was slinging the rock 
very, very surprising for a backup quarterback. You know, you had Amari Cooper get uh, what a touchdown or two. Um, CB Lamb, yep. one touchdown. Uh, CB Lamb didn't get a touchdown, but he had like 140 something yards. You know, Cooper Rush himself was rushing, rushing the ball. Oh, Cedric Wilson had the other touchdown, right? Yep. Yeah, he had the other touchdown. So he was spreading the ball around for for a backup, meaning it could be Dak this week if you're going against the struggling Broncos offensively. They, they are. They just traded away one of their best um, outside linebackers slash DNs. Why not put Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush out there again? You know what I mean? On the Broncos side, you know, Jerry Judy, um, North fan. You're not starting North fan. I'm dro- like, if, if if I had another option, I'm. Um, he's also on the COVID list, but, you know, he has had two COVID um, negatives if he's vaccinated um, in 48 hours to play. But I'm still dropping him or, or – or, um, Benching him this week. Um, you're starting um, Courtney Sutton. You're starting Jerry Judy, but that's really that's it because Terry Bridgewater is also in the same boat as Sammy D is regressing. You know, he they're struggling right now. So yeah, that's it for the uh, the Broncos and Cowboys game. Oh, Zeke too, you know, of course, but he's you know, 11, 11 rushes for 57 yards. You know, he, he's been mediocre. Yeah. This season, to say the least. Hopefully, he gets back on track. Yeah. But you guys so, are winning games, so it, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Lance, Minnesota versus the Ravens. Ravens coming off the bye. Vikings losing on Sunday night to, you know, Dallas. I'm going to keep bringing that up, guys. Um, I thought this over under, whoa, would be a little bit higher. Come on, Stitch. <laughs> but uh, oh. we've got. Dude. Let's see, forty-nine and a half. It looks like for this game. So and a half. That's that's still a little high. Um, the Vikings. I was a little concerned. Outside of Thielen, not much else was going on for that team. Um, Kirk Cousins didn't do well. Uh, Justin Jefferson. I'm not really sure what this sophomore slump is, but it, it is terrible. It, it is not a good look. He's had like one or two. Good games. Not of. Are you sure I should have drafted them this early? Mm. Um, Delvin Cook. He's a. He's another one where he puts up a good game, and and you're like, okay, he's worth a first round running back. But then other times it's like, okay, you're scoring about the same as an RB two, RB three. Um, this game is probably going to be similar in the sense that Justin Jefferson is probably not going to come out of that, but Delvin Cook is going to have some better scoring. Um, they're going to need to going against the Ravens because the Ravens don't typically have a problem scoring. Um, the running backs for the Ravens, don't worry about them. You have no idea. You'll never guess which one's actually going to get anything. The only running back you need to know about there is Lamar Jackson. Um, he's still going to get his. And hopefully Marquise Brown is on his page this week and he gets a touchdown. Mark Andrews is probably going to do well. Um, they're coming off that bye. Hopefully everybody's rested and ready. I expect the Ravens to beat the Vikings, but I feel like it's going to be a semi-close game. It's going to still be within one touchdown. I'm sorry I have to do this to you, Ooze, but we got to go through these games. Texans, Dolphins, go. Yeah. Um, to be honest, on the on the Dolphins side, I feel like this is going to be a nice get-back game because of the defense of the Texans or just being bad and very poor. So, you know, Jared Waddle um, – Devontae Parker, Mike Kosicki, 
I want to say Gaskins, but ugh, he's also been, you know, below mediocre, just plain trash. Uh, on the Texan side, you're really just starting David Johnson if you, you know, if you're in punch and Dalvin uh, and, and um, Brandon Cooks. That's it. Lance, Philadelphia Eagles versus the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers coming into town. Justin Herbert needs to snap this two-game, three-week kind of bad situation that he's in uh, against a pretty decent Eagles team. Uh, I don't know that he's going to do it, which means Mike Williams is going to be another one of those I don't put him in your lineup kind of guys. He's uh, he not one earlier on in the year it was like you couldn't sit him on your bench now you can't figure out which spot on the bench he's going to warm for you um on the other side the eagles have a big question mark at running back outside of hurts it's not much it could be scott it could be howard or it could be Gainwell. our theory is that in an rpo offense that the eagles run probably not going to be game well um so then you're down to a coin flip between scott and Howard, they're available in your leagues. You're probably trying to pick up at least one of them this week, maybe stash them for playoffs. Um, but good luck with that because you have no idea what they're going to do for the rest of the season. Um, I think the fantasy points are still going to be kind of low. Eckler's going to get his, I think, going against the Eagles defense. Um, there's going to be a lot of ground game involved in this. And it's going to be an afternoon, but it's going to be kind of cold in, uh, in Philly. So, Maybe San Diego people, or not San Diego, the uh, the LA Chargers, they're going to be a little bit not used to that weather just yet. So I think they're they're catching, and the throwing is going to be slightly off, unless Herbert knows what he's doing yet. Get back in the rhythm. Guess how much the Chargers are favored by in this game? Um, probably uh, Eagles are home, right? Yes. Eagles are home. So, so Eagles are home to take away. Three, so what? Uh, should be around nine, one and a half. One and a half. So basically, you, you got them winning by nine, absolutely. Got, that, uh, essentially, you got them winning by 12. Absolutely, the that three and five that, Eagles that that game against the, the Detroit ain't telling me nothing, okay? Yeah, that I mean, before that. Ain't that... T- who did they play before that? They look the Raiders. Bad. Yeah, the Raiders, and it got smacked by eleven. And they're they're not better than the Chargers. It, that's the closest one on here. I was a little surprised. That's why I brought it up. Anyway, wow, this, this should be a good game. You probably got the game of the week better than the last game you had. We got the Packers versus the Chiefs, I mean, and Devontae Adams should be there. Yeah, Devontae Adams should be there. Um, Alan, um, Lazard should be there as well, coming off the COVID list. You know, you got A.J. Dillon and um, Aaron Jones, one-two punch. They rushed really well last game against the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Obviously, you're starting, um, you know, the man, John Wick, a.k.a. Um, Aaron Rodgers on the Packers side. On the Chiefs side, you're just hope, hoping to continue the performance of Tyreek Hill. You want um, – I know Travis Kelsey has been MIA. Hopefully he gets back in this high-performing game. This this over has to be around 58 to 60, uh, the over-under on this one, hopefully. 
It is the highest thus far, 44 and a half. I mean, fit, and a half. my bad, my bad, 54 and a half. Sorry. Okay, there we go. I was, whew, I was about to say, I ain't high at all. <laughs> but on the you know, Chiefs side, you know, hey, the, the second coming of Gore's, okay? Frank Gore's nephew came in, rushed the ball really well last game. Um, Darren Williams still still there. Um, on the other side, you have Tyreek Hill. Again, Travis Kelsey. Hopefully he gets in the end zone some more catches, but he's been MIA. Um, and that's really it. Pat Mahomes hopefully gets rights to ship with himself and all that and that offensive line. So um, hopefully a high-scoring game, a lot of fantasy points in this one. Next up, Lance, Cardinals versus the 49ers. The Cardinals are now not undefeated anymore versus, you know, the 49ers are looking all right. You know, Jimmy G coming off of two rushing touchdowns and the offense was moving. Yeah, the division game, these people know each other very well. I expect this to be kind of lower scoring, uh, similar to the other Cardinals uh, division game. I think the Cardinals are still going to pull it out. D-Hop will have a bounce back. He's not going to be above his typical average, uh, but that means the A.J. Greens, Christian Kirk's probably not going to score a whole heck of a lot. uh, Ertz is probably still going to be viable um, tight end there, and Kyler Murray will turn it back around. Jimmy G, uh, he's not going to do two rushing touchdowns, which is probably a good thing if you've got Elijah as your running back um, because he was stealing those from him. Maybe he's going to have a touchdown, maybe two touchdowns and an interception, 225 yards, not anything that you want to put into your lineup unless you're extremely desperate. Um, I think it's still going to be a closer game, maybe even a little bit boring of a game to even watch. All right. Let's go to Sunday night game. Titans without King Henry, L.A. Rams just feeling hot, hot, hot. Go ahead. Wait all day for Sunday night. Um, you got the, you got the Rams putting up Cooper Cup already almost at two thousand yards receiving. This guy is just unstoppable. You know, as a division rival, you know, me being a Colts fan, I want the Rams to stomp them out. Um, but you have Matt Stafford playing, gotta start him. Derek Henderson, I know there's a lot of slack coming his way from a certain person in the beginning of the season when the whole Cam Akers guy, you know, went down. But this guy is balling, okay? Balling. He is. He is, right? He is. So, you know. Look, as long as he's healthy, he's balling. Yep. That's very true. He already missed one game, right? Because he was injured? He did miss one game. Yeah. Did miss um, one. But you're starting Van Jefferson if, if, if in deeper leagues. You know, if you haven't picked him up, picked him up. Um Robert Woods, and then you have I know I'm I'm myself again. If I had Ty Higby, I'm benching him. I feel like he's just not getting the love in the target shares. Um, but on the Titan side, hey, King Henry, RIP, you know, but also a goat coming in. Recover in peace. Recover in peace, (laughs) RIP. Recover in peace. (laughs) You know. They're, they're, you know, the future GOAT getting replaced by the actual GOAT in AP coming in. Um, don't 
get misconstrued that because they picked him up, he's going to be automatic starter. Jeremy McKinnell, Jeremy McNicholas, sorry, yeah, Nicholas. Jeremy, yeah, it's Jeremy McNicholas, um, is the patch catching back, but he was in in the uh, in the game for some rushing uh, attempts. His share will go up since the King Henry's going down. It's going to be run by committee there now. Um, AJ Brown, you're starting him. I'm not starting Randy Tannehill in this game, but he has to throw. He has to, you know, keep up with the Rams and that high power offense. And we'll see how it see let's we'll see uh, how it goes. All right. Last game of the week, the Monday night. Chicago Bears. Justin Fields coming off of that 103 rushing yard game. And the Steelers where Najee Harris just looks good every week, doing me good service out there. Thank you, sir. All right. I'm, I'm going to go out there and say that the Bears are going to win. Oh, wow. I'm going to go out there and say the Bears are going to win, and it's going to be a boring butt game. Um, Lowest, they're not going to uh, win because they're great. They're going to win because the Steelers are not great, and Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger is not going to be able to do it. Um, it's going to be basically two people running at each other, Najee Harris on one side and Justin Fields on the other side. Um I, I hope um, that that's what ends up happening. Justin Fields gets a lot more running going on. He's definitely not going to be throwing the ball to Allen Robinson. If you got him, it's probably too late to do anything about it. Nobody's going to want him. Probably going to have to pay somebody just to drop him. Um, this, yeah, and there's nobody to talk about on the bear side. <laughs> this game has the lowest uh, to- point total, 40. And oh, wow. Pittsburgh is favored by a touchdown. So you heard it here first. The law is calling Chicago to win this game. All right. Let's get into the starts and sits, guys. We've got some pretty good games, and then we also got some pretty bad games. So, uh, Ooze, why don't you go first with your start, and we'll alternate this time. Yeah. um, There's a guy that me and Lance go back and forth with. You know, he told me, or am I sitting him this week? But Kyle Pitts, one of my starts, he's going to bounce back, you know, have no Calvin Ridley there. Russell Gage is not really going to be, I think Kyle Pitts is actually faster than Russell Gage. So, you know, hopefully <laughs> Matt Ryan understands he's your only option. You know, you got him, Katara Patterson, um, but Katara Patterson is going to be rushing the rock. Can He can do it both, but he's not going to do both. So Kyle Pitts, my first number start. Start of the week. Lance, Lance, sit, or I mean, start one, number one. Start one. Okay. Um, oh, start one. I'm saying that Miles Gaskin is going to get some catches out of the backfield, and you're going to want to put them in into your flex spot. Um, going up against a terrible Houston defense, uh, I think they're going to try and spread it out a little bit to get around the defense even more. Um, I think Miles Gaskin will probably get what he needs there. Um, is he going to put up 30 points? No, he's not going to do what he did that one week where everybody had him on their bench. Um, is he going to be able to put up 17, 18 points? Sure. I think I think that's what we're kind of looking for here is the top end. Um, if he gets 10, 12, you're going to be happy if you put him in your lineup. If he gets anything less than that, you're probably never looking to put him into your lineup the rest of the year. Aye, aye, aye. Ooze, go ahead. Number two. This is my boy, Michael Pittman Jr. He, you know, this guy is just finding ways to 
catch the ball in traffic, not in traffic, short game, long game, you know, two touchdowns, one touchdown, no touchdowns, 100-something yards. This guy is the number one target for Carson Wentz. He comes to trust him over, you know, T.Y., over Zach Pascoe, who's been there, you know, for two years. Marco Pittman is, is my start number two. Lance, your turn. You're up again. I'm up again. Marquise Brown, if you got him as your flex, if you don't have him as your wide two, he's going to be one that you're going to want to put into your flex this week. For the bye, going against the Jets, it's definitely a team that allows a whole heck of a lot of uh, catching yards. Don't believe me. Just ask uh, Chase. Uh, he was definitely able to eat, even if he didn't get the W. Uh, so Marquise Brown is going to be able to – or going against Minnesota, sorry. Marquise Brown is definitely going to be able to get against Minnesota. We just saw what Dallas was able to do with a backup quarterback. And it wasn't just that it was going to Amari Cooper and going to CeeDee Lamb. It was also going to uh, his practice squad guy, Cedric Wilson. Wilson. All right. Ooze, one more one more start. Uh, this is going to be a surprise, but Carlos Hyde. All for the Jags. Um, you saw what the um, sorry, saw what the Dolphins couldn't pull off. I think Carlos Hyde is going to be in the passing game and the rushing game. He's going to be the only one really to see the ball because I think Trevor Lawrence is seeing ghosts. You know, he's not he's not passing the ball well. I see an interception that I don't know what route he looked at, but it wasn't it. He just threw right into the other team. Right. So for him to gain confidence to try to, you know, gauge his game and even take the ball away from Josh Allen is to pass is to rush the ball with Carlos Hyde and also pass the ball in the screen game. So I'm Carlos Hyde, absolutely. Lance, last start, and I can dig that one. I could dig that one. A little off the cuff. Last start. Um so let's go look at the quarterbacks because I know somebody's going to need somebody to replace Heineke in their lineup. <laughs> We're going to look for. Oh, shit. I got to replace him, too. Oh, no. <laughs> I got to replace him. Oh, oh no. Just thought about that. Uh, we're looking for a bounce back week for Kirk Cousins. Um, if you don't have him as your starter, if he's sitting in your, your bench, you have him. Unfortunately, I had both him and Dak Prescott in one league, and they both had the same bye week. So I'm like, oh, why did I draft these two quarterbacks with the same bye? Um, Don't worry, I did yeah. too. <laughs> I'm like, you're not looking at it when you were looking at the value. You probably should have. But, um, yeah, Kirk Cousins is sitting there as somebody who could have a bounce back week. He didn't have a great week, even though he should have. Um, and he's going up against Baltimore's defenses is susceptible to – allowing points so we're looking for a high scoring there in baltimore versus uh minnesota and we expect kirk cousins to get a little bounce back there i'm gonna flip the script on you since you're still just keep it going start with your sit one sit one um sit one let me go back to um the wide receivers we've got We've got some tough games coming up, and Arizona, I said there was going to be a bounce back for Hopkins and for Kyler Murray, but I do not see any bounce back for A.J. Green or Kirk, Christian Kirk. Um, it's going to be a tough defense. Um, it's going to be a close game. They know each other very well. I don't expect those guys to outperform normal receivers, let alone their typical average. 
So if you're trying to start those guys, I'm not hope I'm not hoping for a whole heck of a lot out of Kirk. I benched him in my one league. Uh, I do have a better option to get in there for him, and and I went with that. Next up, ooze your first sit. My first sit is Miles Gaskin. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. I, I know. I know. It's probably the easiest <laughs> one, but for the love of God. Is even if this this matchup is probably the perfect thing for him, right? This is a perfect matchup against the Texans at home in Miami. But again, I feel like Tua is going to just fumble the bag and give the ball to Jay Waddle. He's going to get the ball to Mike Kosicki. He's going to get the ball to Devontae Parker, and he's going to look at Miles Gaskins like, "Is there anybody else I can just hand the ball off to?" Oh yeah, me. I was running myself. So yeah, Miles Gaskins is my, my first set. Are you doing that just to contradict Lance, or are you just no, just not to passionate? contradict Lance at all? Just Miles Gaskin is so inconsistent, like, and it's <laughs> he's such a, he he can be a really viable running back in fantasy and also out of fantasy and just in the regular team, but it's just his inconsistencies and his inconsistencies hinder himself. So yeah. All right. I guess right. between you, you two, woke you woke up can... and chose violence. So yeah. <laughs> my, my next sit is Kyle Pitts. <laughs> oh my God. You should have traded him. You should have traded him after the Jets game. You should have traded him before the Jets game. Guess what? The I'm, five and, I'm the five and three in the Russell League, and you're in three and five. So what? That's fine. That's fine. Okay, then. You're With Kyle Pitts on my team. Season and be like, I'm glad I spent my six round pick on this guy who didn't even score hey, in the top 10. I'm sitting number four. This I'm guy needs three to be gone. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter right now, right? Because he didn't get you there. He didn't do it last week with two points. He's not going to do it this week. I'm he was still, still got on those, W with him on the team. He was eating on those terrible teams. You should have sold him when he was high and you shouldn't have drafted him where he was at anyway. People at the end of the year are going to be like, the two tight end busts are Darren Waller, Kyle Pitts. Ooh, and it's not going to get any better from this week on. I mean, right. this guy, this guy, come on, man. This You got to be stopped, bro. He had, <laughs> one, he, he had one bad week, okay? No, let's say not one, but he had a bad week, but coming off. Let's, a, let's not a, say a, one. Let, let's not yeah, quantify it. Yeah, 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 let's not quantify it, but. Coming off a great seven receptions for 163 yards and nine receptions Against for 119 who? yards. Against, Against Miami, Miami and, and the Jets. Jets. Yeah. So you go against these two bad teams. The next time he's going to probably be able to eat week 12. By then, most teams that kept him around probably could have had somebody that got him into the playoffs. They're going to be sitting out in the toilet bowl trying to win with Jacksonville's <laughs> stats over here. Don't like it. They got New Orleans, Dallas, and New England next, right? Three weeks, he's probably going to have a hard time, and he ain't going to get any easier. Why? Because his number one receiver on that team just said, you know what? It's too hard being an adult. It's too hard being in the <laughs> NFL. And not to say anything about mental health, right? But that should have been handled while we are in the offseason, stuff like that. I don't know what's going on right now that's killing him in the mental health. That stuff should be worked on. They know the Falcons. That's what's killing them. <laughs> being on the foul, being next being to the a, Kyle Pitts, like what no the way, dude, this guy. This guy. I, I, and I'm and the one that woke up and, and I'm the one that woke up and chose. Too? I'm the one that woke up and chose violence. No way, <laughs> no way. Uh, let's keep uh, it moving with some more my, sits. Go yeah, ahead, my please. my second my second sit is OBJ. Kirk Free Cousins. OBJ. 
Free oh, I OB... thought you were just going to go at my other ones. <laughs> no, 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 no. Free OBJ, okay? Because that man is busting his ass, running routes, and getting wide open and just not getting in the ball, okay? All these quarterbacks, Sam Donald, Baker Mayfield, Teddy Bridgewater, who are low-tier quarterbacks, almost high-tier backups, right? They're just regressing to the backup stage. So OBJ needs a better quarterback. Obviously, he's healthy, and you can see it from the film, right? Like, it's it's – this is bad. So you got to sit him this week. He, he ain't going to get you nothing against the Bengals. No way. Lance, last sit. Oof. I mean, I do like that OBJ. I, I don't – like, after you have a big week talking, I don't it, think he's one of those guys that then pro- produces like to the, perform. Yeah. And then people are like, just shut up. You weren't able to do anything. With, you had five targets and you dropped mm-hmm. three of them. Um. Yeah, a sit for me is going to be everybody on the Carolina Panthers. Everybody Ooh, who catches geez. a ball on the Carolina Panthers. Jeez, sit that whole team. Oh, I mean, it's bad enough home. that Sam Darnold isn't great at decision-making. And we're out oh, of October, God. so hopefully he's not the, seeing ghosts anymore. The hate on Sammy But D, it's not just his fault, right? He's got three guys on his team with the highest drop rate in the in the league. So they're not helping him even when he does get them the ball, apparently. So I'm not liking I'm not liking Carolina for those reasons. And that means Robbie Anderson, uh, I'm imagining he's dropped in 99% of the leagues anyway. DJ Moore, if he's on your team, put him on your bench. Um, it's it's until C- CMC comes back and that offense shows any kind of light, I don't want to look at any of those wide receivers. Let alone, I don't want to hear anything about Sammy D for the rest of my life. <laughs> my man's so salty. <laughs> I don't know why he's so salty about it. You know, like... finish this up, man. Oh man. So my my next set, okay, is coming from the Steelers, and is that boy Deontay Johnson? <laughs> okay, uh, this guy. Right, we, we chose violence. All right, I'm gonna take chose... my headphones off. <laughs> <laughs> Deontay Johnson ain't gonna be it. Okay. First of all, it's projected to be the lowest game of the of the slate the whole week, you know, nine. Okay. So I'm not worried about Deontay. Pat Pat's gonna be Pat's gonna be the dude. Deontay's not gonna be the dude. It's gonna be Najee Harris and Pat. Deontay, you know, come off a a mediocre week of what six catches for fifty something yards, no tutties. Yeah, get him out of here. Okay, big yeah, it's more than it, Kyle Pitts, but I mean, yeah, but you know, he's a wide receiver and Kyle Pitts is a tight end. So, you know, it, it is what it is, right? And granted, it's not all Deontay Johnson's fault, right? Big Ben is is he should be out of here. Okay. Yeah. He he is really bad. And yep. we gotta take that to account. But when it comes to primetime games, he ain't gonna shine. Okay, he's gonna chip over his own two feet and he's gonna try to Force something to Deontay, and the Bears going to take this game. So, Deontay, it got to be a sit for me. Oh, man. You guys, you too. Waking up and choosing violence. We back, baby. Right. It gets no better than this, I will say. Let's finish up the show with an in-season tip from all of us. Real quick, let's give our viewers each a trade strategy. 
that we use we try to use in our leagues. So uh, I'll go first. A real simple one is if you have someone, you know their team and you know you have one of their players from their team. People do this to me all the time, especially in the rough league. They're trying to send me Dak or um, no, send me Amari Cooper because I would probably accept it. But I know Mike has been trying to – Are you accepting C.V. Lamb? I'll I'll allow it. Depends, obviously. But Mike, I think, has been trying to train me Dak all season. And I'm just like, I got Matt Stafford. I want to – like, as soon as I see it, I'm like, oh, it's Dak. I want it. But, you know, I let my brain kick in and be like, nah, Matt Stafford, we're good. Let somebody try and trade me Zach Wilson. Who? Oh. I said, let somebody (laughs) try and trade me Zach Wilson. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, worse if you've got a better-looking team. But there's my trade strategy, or one of them at least. Is anybody up for sale on your team? In in, In the Russell League? I mean, they're all available. It's all about price. <laughs> I mean, we can make a podcast trade right here if you're looking, looking to deal, we don't deal. <laughs> I'm looking at the team right now. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, do you like Zeke? Like, you? I know you don't like. He, he Zeke, got a lot of Zeke. And why you I'm, got? Three, not... Why do? You, why you got three quarterbacks? Um, I was in a pinch. Are you dropping one of those? I this week I am, yeah. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, I need a quarterback. Let me get one of those. Is 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 Zeke available? Is everybody's available? I don't. I don't. There are very few times. Cooper Cup is probably the only one on any of the teams that I have that I would not trade. Justin Jefferson, you could get him for a song. And not even a good song. <laughs> you can get them for a song. <laughs> um, While Ooze is figuring out trades, Lance, why don't you hit us with a trade strategy? Yeah, you do that. I, I hate lopsided trades. I, I don't want to hear any side. Like, if you are trying to offer me two players for one of mine, or if you're offering to send me two players and take three of mine, just make it even figure out which one the person is more likely going to drop and just put it in there. Cause I hate this. You have to accept it. And then the person has got to figure out the drop. Now I'd rather you take the person and you drop them on your end or vice versa. You give me two people and I give you two people that you wanted. And then I'll drop that extra person. I don't care. Um, factor that in. Uh, that's just a preference of mine. I don't know that it actually makes your trades any better or worse, but I hate seeing these lopsided trades and that's actually what uh, you know a lot of these um fancy football podcasts uh show hosts say like send the two for one trade because that's you know in their opinion what's gonna hopefully make someone pull the trigger you're getting two players for the price of one sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but i gotta drop somebody anyway so yeah. if you're saying that, then take a kicker, the second kicker I have that I was still out on my team because I'm waiting for the bye week or something, or take the backup tight end or something. Take somebody that you know I don't ever start, yeah. throw them in there, because I'm going to have to make the decision anyway. 
ooze? Yeah, um, tar- target the opponent's weakness with your strength, right? Like when you when you're looking at trades, you know if you have an abundance of wide receivers and they're knee wide receivers, you gotta target that, and you gotta be aggressive. You gotta be knowing that, you know, that Aaron Jones or is sitting there, but they're, you know, you don't got you have a you know RB threes as RB ones, but you have, you know, two players that. I know Lance doesn't like a box slide trade, but you got two players that can be, you know, wide receiver twos and threes on the other team. Send that two for one. You know what I mean? Send that. They'll two. send a two for one. Just throw send in that. For, no, send yeah, a two for send one. Send that flyer that they got. If they got Randy Bullock yeah. sitting on their team, they're not trying. They know you don't want their backup kicker. Mm-hmm. First of all, send them two for one. Okay. Let them do the work. Okay. <laughs> I <don't, laughs> all, all I care about is that Aaron Jones. All right. So I'm sending you. Chris Godwin and Jacoby Myers. You know what I mean? Like, give me Aaron Jones. You can pick whoever fringe pair you have that, you know, you're not going to use or late left flyer that you're not never going to use and drop him. You know, you do the work, but I'm helping you out while I'm helping myself out. Okay. All right. Well, you heard it here first, guys. Week nine preview. Trade strategies starts and sits for the week and the banter. Oh, the banter. Oh, the banter. Well, we will be back next week. The Russell squad is here for you, like always. And um, that's our episode. Yes, sir. Learned uh, anything. Don't choose violence. <laughs> always choose violence. And to end the show, Ooze has been in a singing mood when he's been on here. You got to choose our outro song. Is it Monday night or Sunday night theme? Um, let's do Monday night. Oh, I messed it up already. <laughs> and then Mike Carico's like, "Welcome everybody to Monday Night Football." I'm here with your co-host. Oh shit, who is he co-hosting with? Oh damn it! Is it book uh, booger? Still. No, Booger's Booger trash. McFarlane. Oh my god, what a <laughs> joke! But yeah, that's our show, guys. Dun, 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 dun. See everyone, peace. Booger is so trash. <laughs>